Hello, hello, Heather Jean here, Confidence Recovery. So excited for today's episode. We are talking to Deanna Wheeler. Hello, Deanna. Hello. How are you doing? I am wonderful today. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to have you. So um, let me just tell you a little bit about what, what I know about Deanna. Um, and then we'll get into today's episode, which I'm so excited for. So if you've been listening for a while, you'll already know that a Confidence Your Cabaret podcast is all about uplifting and supporting your confidence in your personal life, your work life, and your stage life. And we we love when when we find people that that just really align with that message. And Deanna is one of those people. So Deanna turned to meditation at, at a time when she needed hope. And I think a lot of us have have been there in terms of needing hope and turned to something that supports us. Um, I think especially because we're recording this in December, we're heading into holidays. And for a lot of us, that's a tricky time to navigate unless we do it well. And that's where Deanna's going to help us out. So, so Deanna, you know, managed the weight of, of grief, of, uh, you know, feeling heavier than, than she'd ever felt before. And she found herself in a really high state of stress and her body was in fight or flight mode. And oh my goodness, when I read that, my heart sang because I so relate to being in fight or flight mode and not even knowing it like thinking I'm thriving and not even knowing I'm in fight or flight because I was actually in frozen. And so I loved reading Deanna's story and it was years before she realized the effect and of what neglecting stress had done to her. So Deanna, welcome to Confidence Recovery, the podcast. Oh, wow. When I, when I look back on my fight or flight journey, I, I really, I described it as being frozen and and I have a psychology background. I still didn't recognize when I described myself as frozen that that was fight or flight stage and I couldn't, I was mm -hmm. paralyzed. Yeah, so it is actually fight, flight or freeze. You're right, there's kind of three. Most of us in our minds think of fight or flight because we've heard of that so much. Um, but there is actually the third piece where you just stop. You just, you don't even know what to do next. And so, we often don't recognize it. And like you mentioned in my introduction, I didn't realize it for so long. And then I was facing a lot of um, physical health challenges because I hadn't been taking care of myself. And when we hold the stress in our bodies, <laughs> it takes its toll. And so I was undergoing emotional stress, but it was hanging on in all kinds of physical ways. And if I had kept doing that and not realized that I needed to make a change, um, who knows what life would look like for me today because it could have been some major health challenges. It could have been me not being here at all. Um, just so many things that I was ignoring that, <clears throat> excuse me, that long-term could have been, uh, could have been a really big deal. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think for a lot of us, we can, you know, you can do the fake it till you make it. You can live in denial for a certain amount of time. I, I would even say that in my most frozen state, I could have ticked all of the boxes. So I, I had a gratitude practice. I wrote down my three things. 
I did my journaling, but not really. It was pretty superficial. Never answered any questions about who am I or how do I feel. Uh, you know, I, I like I did all the things, and then I was like, yes, I'm doing it, and I really wasn't. Yeah, there's a piece where we have to go. We have to go deeper. We have to go within us instead of just this outward thing of like, look at what I'm doing. Like, is it coming in, and we're connecting and resonating it with it resonating with it internally and really making those shifts in our mindset and our well-being and you know like I said taking care of ourselves um yeah doing it superficially just because that's what somebody is saying you should do <laughs> really doesn't serve any purpose <laughs> no no absolutely absolutely and so meditation is your is your jam right yes how did you find meditation like how did you get to meditation um, you know, just going through all of the different things that were an option to me at the time. And obviously, uh, because I was dealing with grief, I was dealing with emotional trauma and stress, um, which had reflected in some physical things like my primary care, you know, medical doctors and things. And um, those are all really important and must haves in a lot of situations. But I needed something I could do when I was all by myself because you can't reach out to those people all the time and you find yourself in this stressed state and what can I do on my own where I need nothing but me right like that's that's where it 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 all clicked was like this is a tool I can use and I don't need anything else but myself and it worked so wow. that it just really was the the kind of the catalyst to uh, to where I am today. So beautiful. Okay, so here's how I can tell when I'm not okay. I stop meditating <laughs> because in that silence, there's too much truth, and there's too much that comes out, and and so when I'm at my lowest, I like that self chatter because that shuts it all off. Yes. So for a lot of people, meditation can be hard because it does, it, it leaves space. It leaves space for, for us to actually like hear and listen to some of the things that are going on in our minds and really address how we feel or how certain thoughts make us feel. Um, you know, something comes up and we start to feel angry or something comes up and we start to feel happy and that's where meditation can be so helpful. You can start to recognize the things that make you feel good and the things that sort of drag you down. And for me, because I was going through such um, an array, plethora, however you want to call it, of feelings because of this this grief, um, anger, frustration, sadness, you know, just you name it, and they were all there. And dealing with that all at once was like, oh, like this is a lot. So to slow it down and to kind of back up the, the train, so to speak, and think about one thing at a time. So I woke up today and today I'm angry. Why am I angry? And I could think about just that. Um, today I'm sad. Why am I sad? What are the things that are, that are coming along with that? Was there something that happened? Was there... Um, something that triggered that feeling. And so 
it really can be a great tool to kind of take all this internal chatter in our brains and just slow down and think about one piece at a time. And then it doesn't feel as overwhelming as trying to do it all at once. Beautiful. Beautiful. And I think, I think for a lot of us, we uh, certainly for me, the idea of slowing down was terrifying because I didn't know what was going to come out. And the, the truth is it has to come out, doesn't it? So if you slow down and let it one at a time, it doesn't all come rushing out. Yes, because if we don't let it, if we don't leave that space, as you said, it will come out. And generally speaking, it will come out in a way that's pretty, <laughs> can be pretty tough, can be pretty overwhelming. We will start lashing out because we have these things all in us and it's, it's going to release at some point. So either we can let it build and we can start taking it out on everybody in our lives and, um, you know, developing bad habits around our own, our own care, all of those things. Or we could do a little bit and a little bit and a little bit so that it's not so overwhelming. Part of the reason that we have these knee jerk reactions is because we're just holding on to all that stress. And then one thing, we all know it, I'm sure everybody knows it, one thing just snaps and then everything comes out and we just are like, ah, you know? And that's not the response we intended to have happen, <laughs> but it's what the body is like, it needs to get rid of this, this stress. So absolutely. That's, that's a really great point. It's going to come out one way or another. <laughs> I mean, I, I did a good job of fighting it for, for quite a long time, but, um, but it does always come out. And I, that was my, that was the gift of COVID for me was that it all had to come out and, I was in lockdown. I, I never would have, you know, wished for the isolation, but now that I've had it, that's when it started to come out. So another time that we um, find that things come out, either for ourselves or even for family, is around the holidays at the end of the year, where you know, even if you're feeling great, if others aren't, something can trigger, and off we go. So you're going to share with us some tips around managing the holidays mindfully. Which yes, so ready for. Perfect. So this can be a stressful time, um, and particularly this year, because last year things looked a lot different for us, for most of us in our celebrations and gatherings and things. It just wasn't the same. And so now we're kind of moving back into some of that. And so we have more expectations, more demands, more things that are just like, whew, we get so overwhelmed by it. And then you add our own expectations, things that we have been, you know, putting on our, our own shoulders, um, the gifts, the shopping, the meals, the cookies, the you name it. And it's like, and then, then you have to deal with if kids are off school during school break, if you are off of work, and like all of those things just create this feeling of chaos. And I would venture to guess most people um, are kind of like, yep, that's, that's what happens. I feel absolutely chaotic for about three weeks, four weeks maybe, depending on how far ahead you start celebrating, and things are just a mess. So three tips. We're going to make this pretty, pretty simple. And I'm sure that many of these things are things you've heard before, but I hope that you will um, 
take them with a little bit of notice that the way that I'm sharing them and speaking of them is so that you can take care of you because that's the most important part. We, again, just get sucked into the demands of life and then we come last. So think of these things as how can I feel my best so that these these things, these family gatherings, going shopping, that all that stuff doesn't drag us down and stress us out. So tip one is to plan ahead. We can't plan for everything. Like that's impossible. Stuff changes, things happen. Um, but if we do what we can to plan ahead, we're less likely to get stressed out. So think about being proactive instead of reactive. If we try to put some things before that we know might be coming instead of reacting to that. Um, give yourself time to think about what's coming up. Make those lists. What are the expectations you have for meals, for shopping, for gifts? Um, then leave yourself time and space. So for me, doing all of my shopping in one day is torture. I hate shopping. And so to go to five or six stores is dreadful. <laughs> so if I can make time to go to one place this week and one place next week, you know, then you kind of give yourself that space and you spread out that overwhelming situation. Um, obviously there's advantages to doing it all at once because you're, you're just kind of done. But if you're like me where it just gets to be too much, then slow it down. Take some time to, to do it. Um, You'll feel less stressed not rushing through things. That's kind of the big point. So my example of this is, and I'm sure again, this has happened to all of us, the last minute we forgot something at the grocery store. We're making stuff and we're like, oh, I'm out of whatever it is. And so you go to the store, you're crossing your fingers, hoping they're not out of it, <laughs> hoping you don't have to go to four stores to find it, right? Um, and then you get there and you're among dozens or, you know, how 20, 30 other people who are all there feeling the same way because they forgot something. Um, and so what happens is we get more anxious and more stressed out because now we're in this grocery store with 20 other people who are all anxious and stressed out. So we kind of just feed off of each other's energy. Um, people are on edge. They're short-tempered. They're impatient. Um, it just becomes this thing where everybody's crabby. So if we can leave that space to try to plan ahead, feel calm and collected in those situations, um, we'll minimize the risk of becoming one of those people who is taking out all of their frustration on the whole world. Um, so tip one, plan ahead as much as you can. Like things are going to change, stuff is going to happen. But if you try to give yourself as much um, advance warning on what's coming, then you'll just make it that much easier on yourself. I Hope love that. I love that. <laughs> Hopefully that's helpful because we can wait till the last minute and then our body is like <gasps> in panic mode. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, you when, when we when we fill our day because we left it all till the last minute and we and then we fill our day and we have eight hours worth of stuff to do in eight hours if anything goes wrong you've got no proactivity left at all right mm -hmm. 
yeah, you run out of time. I mean, it just becomes this point where there's zero time left to do it. And so that increases your frustration because now you're mad at yourself that you didn't do it before, you know, so it just compounds. You just have this whole effect of the stress just building. So beautiful, beautiful. Very good point. It's, it's a really, it's a, it's a really good tip because I know that there are things that I need to send to other countries and I know that I haven't done those yet. And it's now whatever day into the first week of December. And and there's going to be this whole stress and then there's going to be a panic and then there's going to be, it, yeah, it's going to be a big drama. And it doesn't need to be because if I planned ahead, I would be able to see that I need that lead time and, and so on. And it, you're right. It, it is common sense. And we know, oh, yeah, you're, you know, we know how to plan. Um, but I haven't ever really thought about that in a way that is it's for me that's so important oh I love this this is fun yeah it becomes a a way that you're taking care of your your mind and your body because now we're doing this in a way that this is what's gonna um induce the least amount of stress right like we're we're trying to Take that down because stress is going to happen. It's a part of life. We cannot eliminate it. But if we can pull it back a little and have some um, quote unquote control over certain parts, it it won't build to that point where we're we're going to blow up or or lose our cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, beautiful. And I think you know I, I did this when my children were young, where I would want to do all these different things. I'd want to bake with them, and I'd want to play games with them, and I want to do all these things, and then I'd try and cram that all in because I hadn't left enough time or had too many things on my list. So that lets you also prioritize, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can see like, what do I need to be doing right now? What are some things that could wait a little bit? Um, You know, we want to play these games and do these things, but maybe that's something that happens after Christmas because we're going to be baking cookies before Christmas or, you know, whatever your holiday event is. Um, So you can kind of plug things into different areas. You know, these packages have to get into the mail now so that needs to come first before you start baking cookies and playing games and you know so you can just um give yourself that space to see that this is when this needs to happen and so that needs to come first definitely beautiful Beautiful. okay tip two i'm ready i'm ready i've got my pen two is to keep healthy habits so whatever healthy habits you have right now try to continue them um, throughout the holidays the holidays often mean we have days off work, kids are off of school, our routine is all over the place, or there isn't one at all, right? And this can be a fun time to enjoy our family and make special memories, um, but it can also mean that we create a lot of stress for ourselves because we're throwing the routines out the window. Um, our brain likes routine, it likes knowing what's next. And so when we just throw everything out, that's what makes it so hard to come back later and like work back into that. And anybody who's had an experience with, um, you know, exercising or movement, you're good for two or three weeks and then something happens, three or four days goes by and then that fifth day you're like, oh, I don't want to. Because the brain doesn't take long. It's like, oh, well, we're not doing that anymore. Like it just, it's... <laughs> such a powerful thing. Um, But we can help it remember that these are things that help our body and help our mind. And so 
it's okay to go a little bit slower or maybe, you know, leave some space, but try not to let go of everything over the holiday season. So if you're usually somebody who does movement for 30 or 40 minutes a day, maybe do 20 because then you're still triggering that activity in the brain to know this is what we do. So then when you come back and try to go a longer period of time, it's less difficult. The brain likes to put roadblocks up. And so if we can eliminate those, our stress will go down. Um, if you went for a walk on your lunch break at work, maybe you still go for a walk on lunch break when you're at home with the kids. Like, you don't have to get rid of all the things just because your day isn't the same. Um, so some things to think about for healthy habits, moving your body, um, drinking water. So if you, you know, are getting your water in now, keep doing that. Um, eating nourishing foods. We don't have to restrict ourselves from all of those holiday foods and those things that we enjoy, but make sure we're getting the things that help our body feel good too. So if you know that eating these things helps you feel good, then try to keep doing that. Even if you're going to have apple pie or whatever, you know, like just try to keep those things in, in the routine, getting good sleep. When we're doing holiday things, we're out and about, we're traveling, we maybe are staying with family somewhere, things are all off kilter, still try to get good sleep. It's hard to not stay up so late and enjoy each other's company and all the things, but if you can, make sure that you're still getting that good rest. Anything that you can keep in place while you're enjoying this downtime out of your normal day-to-day -day routine will help going back to work, to school, whatever it is after the holidays, that much easier. So keep those, if you have those healthy habits already, try to keep them in place as much as possible. Beautiful. And I think, you know, um, I, I always had trouble getting my children to go back to school, as in get up early in the morning and get back into their morning routine because they were used to sleeping in or doing what they wanted. Um, and I think it's it's really it's important for the whole kind of household if you've got more than just you and your household because, um, you, you know, you're helping them, but you're also helping you because you're not going to have the stress of having to deal with all of getting not only yourself back in the habits, but everybody else at the same kind of time. Yeah, that can be a lot of stress because everybody's feeling off. Things just don't feel right. You know, you've been, and it doesn't take long for us to get out of routine. It takes a long time to build a routine or a habit, <laughs> but it doesn't take long to go the other way. That's yeah. kind of the, the bummer part because a few days and we're like, what was I doing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't exercise, I watch Netflix all day. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yep. absolutely, absolutely. And I think, you know, I mean, especially those, those really healthy things like the the fresh air and and exercise and eating you know we tend to be eating more junk and we tend to be drinking more alcohol for a lot of us um and so the water practice is even more important than it was in the first place which is why you started that habit mm -hmm. um so you know uh, even even more important because i find if i'm eating more junky stuff then i'm waking up in the night because i'm thirsty or i'm you know if, if I, I don't really drink very much, but if I do, then I, you know, I'm, I'm noticing I'm dehydrated and, you know, and then if I've stopped my water as well, then I am dehydrated. Mm -hmm. So 
And then yeah. that affects your sleep and then you don't sleep good. And then, I mean, it's just this whole spiral of like yeah. one little thing that seems like a little thing <laughs> can create this whole host of problems that have thrown your body all off whack. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely. I love that. I love that. And I've never, I mean, I've never really thought about it. I, I won't be traveling this year. Um, yeah, but when I have traveled, like I live in the UK and when I've traveled to Vancouver, and stayed with my parents of course my routine is way out of whack um and i i've always because I, I i'm an aerial dancer i've always kept my my exercise up because i know how brutal it is only oh not because the healthy reasons you're talking about odiana it's only because i am way too lazy to get back into the shape that i was before christmas i'm just way too lazy it's like oh that's way too hard um not not because i need to nurture myself and I need, I need to look after myself. Um, but you know, those practices that we have that are good ones are so important for us. That's why we started them. That's why we meditated or journaled or exercised or whatever. So why would we throw them out at a time that's potentially stressful and make it harder to start again? Like, and, and it is harder to start again than it was the first time you started as well. Exactly. It's it, like I said, the brain creates all these roadblocks and all these obstacles. So anything we can do to remove them or make them less challenging to overcome, the better, because yeah. the brain will be like, what? We didn't we didn't do that for like two weeks. Why do you <laughs> why? I'm so confused. We're not going to do that today. Like it, uh, we talk ourselves out of things so much. And so to just take away some of those hurdles and be like, nope, I'm still going to drink my water. I'm still going to move my body. I'm still going to meditate. Um, it just keeps that in place. And maybe instead of, like I said, an hour of something you do half or a third, but it's the fact that you still have that in place. The brain recognizes the activity. And so it doesn't, it doesn't miss a beat then. We don't start questioning it later because we've always done it. Yeah, I love that. I've never thought about it. I'm a real all or nothing person, as you probably can tell. <laughs> We've had enough conversations now. But, you know, I'd be like, well, if I'm not doing my hour, then I'm not doing any. Do you know, it's a, or it's a bit like, um, you know, the days when you when you're you have off days and you don't feel like exercising and then you kind of half ass it through the through the exercise. And you think, well, that was a waste. It wasn't because half was better than nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, wouldn't it be wonderful, though? if we had the same attitude when we had been exercising or drinking water or whatever for two weeks that we say, oh, this is who I am now. This is what I do, but we don't. And yet to undo it all, we can do that really quickly. Yes. That happens fast. It does not take long. And yeah, it's, it is something's better than nothing because as long as we're doing the action, whether it's writing, whether it's meditating, whether it's moving, um, as long as we're doing that action, it doesn't matter to what capacity, because a little bit is better than nothing. And again, it's all about that, that reactivity, that action in the brain that, that recognizes, oh, I'm drinking my water. This is what I do every day. Like when we take that away, oh, it's so hard to come back. It really, really is. It is for sure. And you have one more tip for us as well. I have one more tip. And of course, this one is my favorite to take a breather. So the hustle and bustle of all the things. And like we mentioned, you go, 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 go. And you never take a break. 
never have downtime. It's time you get up, time to bed. You're just this, that, all the things, right? We pack our days. There's no white space. It's from here to here to here to here. Um, that can make us feel really anxious. It can make us feel um, really overwhelmed because we have all these expectations. Like this, we look at our day, we look at our calendar, and we have all these expectations. Um, and so to not get sucked into that, to leave some space for you to just maybe go outside for a minute, maybe walk around the, the lawn if you, you know, aren't going to go out for 20 minutes, just go outside for a, bre a breath of fresh air, um, do some meditation, journal for five minutes, just leaving space to kind of empty all this stuff out because we have a lot of demands on us. We have a lot of expectations on us from others and ourselves. <laughs> and so when this starts just piling onto our shoulders, we feel like we can't breathe. Um, all the things everybody else wants us to be doing. If you don't like baking cookies and somebody asks you to bring cookies, take a breather. Think about, do I really want to make cookies? Is that something I have the energy and the time for? No, I'm sorry. Like, we can say no. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> Maybe you could pick up something from a store. You don't have to bake it homemade. Like, think of ways to just simplify some of these expectations on us and be mindful of what makes you feel good and the things that might be draining or stressful. So again, um, for me, asking me to show up for like five holiday parties is stressful. I don't, I don't want to do that. I want to go to the holiday gatherings that mean the most to me and that I'm going to have um, the best connections with the people who are there. So should I sign up and go to five holiday parties? No, because I'm just going to get stressed out. Um, obviously, there's expectations. Again, if it's something for work, if it's a family obligation, sometimes it's hard to say no or it's hard to get out of it. Um, so being proactive, again, by planning and using our healthy habits and, and making sure we have space to take this time, take some deep breaths, write out our thoughts, will help us if we have to go to these things, it'll help us feel less stressed out because we've given ourselves the, the um, analogy of filling our own cup first, right? If we're feeling better about where we are when we have to show up for things, it'll feel less stressful because we've given to ourselves first. So um, schedule in time for breaks. Again, when you're doing tip number one and doing all of your planning, put intentional time for breaks. Um, if it's quiet time with your kids, like they're home from school, things feel wild. Everybody's going to take 15 minutes right now and we're all going to be quiet, as quiet as you can. Um, maybe that means putting on a show or reading a book or doing something where you're just calm. Um, if your weather's good, take a walk. If you read a book, take a bath. Um, anything that lets you relax and release all of those expectations. Um, give yourself space away from all the noise. <laughs> we have all the holiday noise coming at us already, and we probably have for a couple of weeks. I try not to pay attention. Um, and that just makes us feel so stressed out because we see all these people who already have this done and already have this done and all the commercials of like people are out doing all their shopping and it just gets so overwhelming.
Um, so make that time to clear your mind and refresh. And just, again, if it's a minute of taking deep breaths, something's better than nothing. If you're at a gathering and you start to feel like things are feeling stressful, go outside or go, I mean, just go to another room if you can and just take a few deep breaths. And that signals the body to just calm down, it tells your body you're okay. The brain is, is saying, we're safe, we're fine. We don't need to have that fight or flight um, response, we're okay. And so any time that you need to just, just walk away for a second. If you need to take your phone and put a little note in your memo to just get it, something off your mind, Put it there, like get it out because the more we hold on to, the more stressed we're going to be. So take a breather. And of course, meditation is my um, recommendation for that. <laughs> but if you don't have access to that, just knowing finding a little quiet space and being um, connected to your body and just calming down makes a huge, huge difference in the long run. So take a breather. Make time for it. Don't let everything carry you away and you get to go going to bed and you're exhausted because you took no time to give yourself um, a little bit of love. Beautiful. And you get to enjoy things more when you've had that breather because you have a different perspective, right? You, you, you can see the good things, you can feel into the joy, you can do all of those things. If you're stressed and you, and you, cause you didn't get a break and it's all mounting up, then you miss all the good stuff too. You miss the good stuff for sure. And you can become resentful because you're thinking, oh, well I did all this and this person did nothing. And you just, then you have more stress and more anger and frustration because you're thinking about you know, how this person didn't have to do all the things you did. And they probably did. We just don't see it. Right. Um, so to slow down, really slowing down, like we talked about in the very beginning of this chat with meditation can help us see so much that we miss every day. We miss it because we're just thinking about the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. So all that passes us by. I love this. I love this. Okay. I, I, you were right when you said like, you know, you've probably heard these things. They seem like common sense, but it's important to remember that this is about self-care and this is about, you know, you really enjoying the holidays so that you could be joyful and others can enjoy the holidays. Cause I have been the person that ruined the holidays. Not always, but sometimes. Um, I think most of, of us probably have been there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if I did those things for me, it benefits other people as well. But also, if you've got children especially, then you're showing them the way to be healthy by being healthy, not by telling them to eat their vegetables or drink their water, but by, by demonstrating that is such an important gift for them. Even if they don't, even if you don't see that for a long time, it will come back to bite you. And I, I, I talk quite often about how my children have no um, practice of self-care. Like none of them do. And they're all adults now because I, they never saw it. I never demonstrated it. And it's that. It's that, you know, you get to demonstrate it. It has so many benefits, not only for you in the moment, not only for others in the moment, but in the long run as well. So lots of value for that. 
Okay, Deanna, I wanted to ask you just um, what, one thing about meditation for somebody who, because before I started my, I actually started my meditation because I found Deepak Chopra, who I'd heard of and knew about and stuff. And he did these 21 day meditations with Oprah Winfrey and I, they were free and, you know, like, and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to learn how to meditate that way. And then, and that, that was my kind of gateway in was somebody guiding me through. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, have this thought, do this breathing, take this, this quiet, and I'll tell you when to stop being quiet. I mean, I literally needed it to be that basic you know it, it it was like like teaching a young child to read I had to go to that basic how how would you suggest that somebody find a way into meditation um guided is really really helpful because okay. when we do sit with ourselves and it's just silence we talk ourselves out of it right we think there's 800 other things we could be doing that are better than this because literally I'm just sitting here. And I'll be honest, that was probably my first six months of trying to do meditation was like, oh, I'm seriously just sitting here and I have all these things to do. What a waste of time. Because again, the brain doesn't want, it doesn't like new things. And so it's t trying to talk me out of doing this. Um, so guided is great. There's lots of um, free options out there. Insight Timer is a great app. Um, there's Calm and Headspace, and there's tons of apps out there now for finding meditation where you can just plug in, turn it on, and go. Um, and meditation on any topic, really. If I'm feeling like my confidence isn't maybe the best, I can find a meditation that has some affirmations, and that will help me, um, you know, work through whatever feeling I'm having. If I'm feeling um, overwhelmed or anxious, like you can just type in those words and tons of options come up. YouTube has um, many, many options for free things as well. Um, I do have some published free options too. So you can reach out to me and I can share those um, with you if you'd like. But having somebody say, take a few deep breaths, you know, like think about this, talk, you know, like giving you those prompts, so to speak, can be really helpful because we feel like we're actually doing something then. Like we're being told what to do. And that, of course, is easier for the brain. Um, and really just do it. Five minutes. Like find one that's, if you have five minutes, just use that time and, and try it. And be consistent. Like we, again, don't have to put an hour of meditation into our day. Find five minutes and do it every day for a week. And then two weeks. And what happens usually is you find that you miss it when you don't do it because now it's habit, it's routine. Our brain is seeing the benefits. And so once we take it away or we miss it, like, oh, I didn't, I didn't do meditation yesterday. No wonder I felt, you know, like you notice a change in how you're feeling overall. Um, so guided is great. Little bits. If you've never done meditation, don't try to sit down for 20 minutes because your brain will say, nope, we're not doing this. <laughs> and then you'll give up and walk away. So little bits and, and um, having that support of like having somebody kind of walk you through what to do. Beautiful.
Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, for those of you who are watching the podcast on YouTube or IGTV, uh, heal.me forward slash Deanna Wheeler. And I'm going to spell it for you in a second. Uh, and Deanna, you offer a free consultation, right? So, so contact you on Heal Me. Yes. So I, um, there's a spot in there to just book a free um, call with me. And we just, I just will support you and ask you where you're at, what challenges do you have and give you some options to try to push through and overcome them. Um, some action steps. And I always follow up with some meditations and, and give you some things um, after the call to just give you that encouragement because it can be hard to feel like you're doing it alone. Anytime we do, we make a change, we make a shift in um, our routine or our habits. If we're doing it alone, it feels kind of overwhelming. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was like, am I doing this right? I don't really get this. And then, and then so, and that's why I needed somebody literally to, to tell me exactly what to do. But, uh, you know, I, and I think, I think if you, if you have somebody that you can talk it over with about what you're trying to achieve, then you can, you know, kind of start off on the right path. Um, so just, just if you're listening to this on podcast audio, heal me, H-E-A-L dot M-E, heal me. And then forward slash Deanna Wheeler, that's D-E-A-N-N-A, -N -N Wheeler is W-H-E-E-L-E-R. And then Deanna will get back to you because I love this, uh, this platform because you get back, you get a uh, message and an email to, mm -hmm. to say that somebody's contacted you. Um, so reach out for a free consultation. Okay, so Deanna, this is a part of the, the, the podcast where I ask you a, a question that I know you have had time to think about, which is pretty rare. Um, if you were performing cabaret, what would you perform? Oh. Singing, dancing, burlesque, drag, <laughs> aerial. I would. I do not see myself doing any of those things because oh, I, I do not have any kind of rhythm or any kind of musical talent whatsoever. Um, so you'd probably have to put me into some comedy, I think, because that's okay. the only thing I could maybe pull off. Yeah, See, I love that because for, for me, right, I, I, well, first of all, comedy, I was the last thing I would do because it would feel like too much pressure. So I think you're very brave. Um, and, and secondly, I just want to say for the record that having no rhythm is no excuse for not, for, for, for not dancing. I have no rhythm. And I do not remember choreography. I am not even joking. And I get paid to dance. Just saying. <laughs> well, that's an inspiration to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So you can do some comedy. And what one prop do you want on the stage with you? Oh, goodness. Besides a microphone, obviously. Besides a microphone, a prop. Do you want a prop? Oh, man. That's a good question. A prop. I don't know. Like, so some people have had know. like a, a pen because that they feel because they're used to working and that's mm -hmm. comfortable to have. And that's their comfort zone. It's like this. And it's really cool because when I um, when I when I run uh, presentation skills in, in businesses, a lot of people will use the pen like almost like a barrier. Like you, you I, I, I have space from you. Like this pen is going to protect me if the audience gets ugly. You know, it's like. <laughs> 
but it is a, a real thing and people will use it to kind of move around. Some people will take their coffee mug on stage or a glass of water. Um, in fact, you'll usually see comedians having some sort of a, a water or something, right? To give them time to pause or whatever mm -hmm. it is. Um, a lot of times in cabaret, you'll see things like a chair or a fan or a hat <laughs> or... <laughs> Oh, I would, I mean, you've seen me here today. I would probably have to say a coffee cup or, a, or water, you know, but a second, second option, I suppose, would be some kind of pillow or mat, you know, because that makes me feel comfortable because oh. I sit and lie down when I'm meditating. So that might be a little piece of comfort to make me feel less overwhelmed. Oh, I love that. Because you could just like, <laughs> like just kind of and a sparkly on. one. A sp yeah, a sparkly one, yes. <laughs> Yes, but you but you could just kind of hold on to it, and right. then and then actually, if you have the, I love these because they just kind of go like this, you know, <laughs> two sides. So you could make it a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm totally making this up. Um. So, but yeah, I like that. I like that because that is comfort, right? That is that is our comfort zone. And my last question: What would your stage name be? Please welcome to the stage. Oh, this is this one was hard. I've been thinking about this for a while because I knew I knew this was coming. Yeah, and um, I don't normally tell people, right? Like that, that's not usually a question anybody's expecting. Um, so I'm expecting. No, I'm not. Really, I was going to say I'm expecting something really great, but that's really mean because that's not sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking about it, and of course, because I have this D, you know, this D name already. Um, so, and it's not something I probably would have ever picked or thought of, but. Um, for some reason, Delilah. <gasps> I love it. I feel like it's maybe kind of calm sounding, but powerful. I don't know. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it is certainly powerful in, in, in what it invokes in me. I love that. I love that a lot. Yeah. Okay. All right, Delilah, with your... <laughs> With your secret cushion or your coffee. <laughs> As you go yes. on to impress everyone with your comedy stylings. Oh, goodness. This is fabulous. But that, whatever that voice is, and I know you and I have talked about this before, and if you're a regular listener on Confidence Through Cabaret podcast, you'll, you'll be familiar with my views on this. This is a different voice, right? This is instead of the voice that goes, oh, I'm on the sofa, I don't want to get up during the holidays, right? Cause we're going to carry on with our exercise or whatever it is. Then it's like, okay. So, but Delilah gets up, right? Gets <laughs> off her ass and does her meditation or does their, you know, Christmas party they don't want to do or whatever it is. And it's that it's igniting that. Yes. So I'm very excited for when you have to go to Christmas parties or bake or whatever it is that you're going to be doing. I would love to check back in with you after the holidays and just find out what Delilah tells you to do <laughs> to make you live your own advice. Yes, it's sometimes hard to, to you know, quote unquote, practice what we preach because things, can, things happen. Um, Unexpected things come up, but it really can um, just knowing these things in the back of your mind, having these tips and these tools can make a huge difference when things maybe go out of out of what you expected. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Deanna, it is always a pleasure to chat with you. I, I have loved this. Um, if for listeners or viewers, just try the three tips. Reach out to Deanna if you want some support or ideas. Um, leave a comment wherever you're viewing or hearing this and 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 just you know let us know how you're doing because it really matters right we're not just talking about this stuff as like a theory and nice to have and stuff we're putting this out there because it's important for you and most especially we're putting this out there at this time because it's important for you to be able to get through the holidays with joy and compassion and confidence thank Absolutely. you for being here thank, thank you, you for thank having you for me sharing. this is deanna wheeler i am heather jean reminding you that it is your body and it is your world and it is your stage take up space and own it see you soon bye